welcome everybody to Surprisingly Relatable, where we bring you fun and realistic pro tips, knowledge, and hacks you can use for real to build win-win relationships and make work-life balance a reality. My name is Holly Burby, and each week I'll share with you a thought, story, or self-awareness shortcut that will help you to get unstuck, reconnect to your significance, and get focused and clear so you can relate to the people you care about the most. I truly believe that if we want to live a life of purpose and passion, it's time we put away the fake nicey-nice and get to the root of how we can actually connect with each other in our homes and communities. That is how we can all succeed and move toward what we each want most. So if you're ready to be surprisingly relatable and evoke positive change that supports, uplifts, and inspires you and others in the world, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you the difference between feelings and needs. Thank you so much for all of the great commentary on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, and some of the DMs that you all were sending me about how much you enjoyed my previous episode on the difference between relating and understanding. So I thought I would give you some more comparison episodes here. Feelings and needs. This might seem, for some of you, you might think this is pretty linear. Just look them up in the dictionary, boom, there's your difference. But I can't even begin to tell you how many times in social situations where I'm sitting at my Bible study with a bunch of girlfriends or with my close family or at a family reunion or visiting new friends across town where someone uses the word feelings and feelings get such a bad reputation or someone says that another person they know is needy and again needs gets a bad reputation or being needy so let's break these down i'm going to start with needs actually because i am a person who has been told numerous times jokingly and in all seriousness that i am a needy person i am <laughs> and it makes me laugh because oh boy something i love to highlight is there's a difference everybody between having needs and being needy. Let's just begin with that. At the end of the day, we're all here living our life, doing our best day in and day out. And every single one of us, we have needs. If we get to just our plain survival, we have needs for things like food, air, clean water, a place to live, all right? It's like just for survival, those things. Money in the bank to some extent, hopefully enough to cover all of your current expenses and even better and then some. We all have needs. But if we go beyond material needs, human beings, we have emotional needs as well. As I think a number of people learned from 2020 and the innumerous lockdowns globally and here in the United States as well, in 2020, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, I think everyone figured out, or it's safe to say, that a lot of us have a need for being connected 
to other people in some way, in some physical way, whether that be seeing our family face to face, even when they drive us nuts, and giving them a hug or getting a high five from someone in the office, or if you're a teacher, high fiving your students or whatever you do, when we didn't have access to that connection with other people, I think it was highlighted so much the need that we have for connection to some extent. On the flip side, I think there might be people that recognized during that isolation and that quiet time that maybe they were over connected. Maybe what they needed or discovered they needed is space, quiet, time to think, time to be creative, time to have the ability to sort out what they are going through, make sense of it, and then create a game plan. Because again, societally and culturally and and just technically, (laughs) technologically, what's the word I want to use here? We're living in a world that is so overstimulated. We're all overstimulated through everything. Media, TV, our phones, the most obvious culprit of all of it. And so whatever your need is, you might have the need for more human connection. You may have noticed in this time that you need more space, peace and quiet, time alone in order to accomplish the things that you want in your life. But those needs are viable. Just because you have needs outside of the survival needs that I mentioned doesn't make you needy. So what does needy mean? I think if we look at the word needy and how it gets used, having been a woman in my late 30s and early 40s that was single for quite a number of years uh, after my first marriage and some other things that didn't work out, I can tell you that I've read so many dating profiles (laughs) on dating apps where so many people were saying, don't be needy. I don't want someone who's needy or dramatic or so needy and dramatic get collapsed with each other, get paired with each other. And nobody wants to have that word associated with them. So needy has taken on this other meaning That means that you are simply asking for too much or needy could also be that you are attention seeking or that you require more maintenance, (laughs) more maintenance in the form of attention or other things than the quote typical person or common person. Or needy can also mean in that context that you are a person that cannot sustain your life and your emotional well-being on your own, that there is a reliance on a potential future partner that you're looking to date, again in this example, um, to the point where you're just not able to do it on your own and that it could become a detriment to someone that you would want to be in a relationship with because you know, if you can't handle your own, it's not their job to make you happy and needy just has a bad reputation. So I want to start out by sorting the difference again between having needs and being needy. Having needs is okay, including when those needs are emotional needs and not just the material needs that we have to have access to to survive. The last example I'll give to highlight what could be considered an emotional need 
actually just happened to me fairly recently. There's <laughs> a joke in my relationship of, okay, just don't be more needy than you already are. And I remember saying, I have needs. I'm not needy. I have needs. And how this showed up was, I think it was something so small of saying, oh, I want another hug. Or I want to open up about something. Or I want to share something with you. And I'm very much a heart on my sleeve kind of person. If you didn't know by now, I'm all about relationship and relatability. <laughs> so I want that connection with someone. And I also know myself so well to even be able to say, yes, I want a hug or affection in this moment. But also, I want attention in this moment from my significant other, or I'm looking for an accolade in this moment. I really could use a compliment and someone to pump me up for a second. And I know myself well enough to be able to, with humility, ask for those things from people in my life that I'm close to, whether it be my business partner, bestie, or one of my best girlfriends, or from my mom, or from my significant other. I have no problem saying what I need right now is a little bit of appreciation and this is what it would look like or this is what it would sound like. I don't see that as being needy. I see that as I'm in touch with who I am and what I want and what's going to help me to be the best version of myself day in and day out. Now, if that was a demand or a request of mine every single day and I couldn't survive with that recognition or accolade or appreciation or whatever, you know, the need is for you, then there's something to that. Just like, okay, this is a lot. But if you know yourself really well, just be present with yourself just for a moment, unofficial homework. Take a moment and just ask yourself, what do I need right now? What do you need right now? Aside from your physical roof over your head, do you need someone who will listen to you without interrupting? Do you need someone to be your friend and go to lunch with you once a month so that you can get out of the house and away from the kids that you're taking care of the majority of the day? Do you need to meet someone who can be a mentor to you in your area of business or expertise so that you can get a feel of what the next level of your career can look like and see that it could be a reality? What do you need right now? There is no need that is too minor or too major. All of it is worth it. <laughs> if you need it, then you need it. And that is okay. Now let's jump to feelings. Oh, this is a fun one. Because again, I feel very deeply. I consider myself an empathic person. And I've always been this way. I talk about this in episode one of my childhood and how my nervous system is very sensitive and I, I say sensitive here's a great place to start sensitive refers to the senses in your body it's how you sense things with your sight and your taste and your touch and hearing etc so a person who is sensitive doesn't mean that they always cry on the drop of a dime for no reason they're often sensitive because their nervous system is its sensory is an overdrive and the crying or the anxiety or the worry or the nervousness that comes after that it's triggered by oversensory so let's stop giving 
sensitive people a bad reputation (laughs) as well because they don't deserve it. If you feel things, just like I said the word senses, feelings actually means that it is felt in the physical form. It's felt in the body, our physical body. And when people, so I actually think that in my opinion, I've always felt that there's a difference between feelings and emotions. So an emotion, I would say that all of us feel emotions from happy to sad to nervous to angry, etc. But feelings is a whole other level because to feel something means that you have the emotion, you experience the sadness, you experience the grief, but you actually have a physical sensation in your body that accompanies that emotion. And that is where as humans, we've gotten really, really good and crafty at shutting down feelings. We may say and acknowledge that we're having emotions, that we're angry or we're frustrated, we are stressed. But if you ask someone where they feel that in their body, and this is what I am trained to do as an ontological coach, (laughs) so many of us are disconnected in our body because we have found ways to numb out those feelings or sensations in the body, whether that be through alcohol, whether that be through marijuana, whether that be through, uh, you know, nicotine or sleeping in or numbing out on YouTube and TikTok for hours. And listen, I love me some TikTok, but I also can tell again, when I'm honest with myself, what are the things I might be doing that are numbing out that connection between how I am and what my emotion is and how it is showing up in my body. Now, you might hear that and go, well, what's the big deal if I numb out my body and I numb out my feelings? I still have those emotions. But what emotion actually means is energy in motion. Emotion is energy in motion. When you are numbing out the feeling, the sensory in your body, you're taking the motion out of emotion. And that energy that's trying to move and get out of your body, whether it be joy, passion, excitement, elation, or whether that energy that's trying to move out of your body is depression, grief, sadness, it's trying to exit your body. And if we numb the body, if we numb the feelings and the sensory, it's not going to go anywhere. That energy is just going to kick around in our physical form and create a feeling of stuckness and discomfort and dis-ease, also known as disease. Disease, if you break it down, is dis-ease. So it's important to understand that emotions and feelings are related. And it's also important to understand the difference between feelings and needs. So again, kind of summarizing everything all together. When we have needs, it doesn't mean that we are needy, but you've got to continuously be in check with yourself of what you do need in your life. You've got to be able to express that need. And then when you go and you ask for what you need, go to the people who can actually provide it to you. You may be the one that provides 
and fulfills on that need for you, but it might be somebody else who does it. Just going and telling people that you have a need, but that person can't do anything for you about it, or you're not being clear in your request of how they can support you in fulfilling that need, that just wastes everybody's time. And then feelings, like I said, feelings are a bodily expression of the emotions that you have, your energy in motion. So it is important to keep in mind that you want to, on a regular basis, check in with how am I feeling? And remember, we're referring to how you feel in your body. Does your body feel heavy? Does your throat or your chest area feel a little bit tight? Is your back constantly aching? Your body is so intelligent and it's trying to tell you through its discomfort something. And if you really pay more attention to it, it will give you this intuitive guidance toward what can support you in feeling better. What can support you in shifting from cruddy emotions to better emotions? Your body can start to give you clues and cues as to, huh, you know what I do need? I need this. And then you can go ask for that. So this was a little baby TED talk of sorts on the difference between feelings and needs, and then also breaking down from there, what is needy and what's emotions? I would love to hear what you think about this. If there's any other subject that's one of these, the difference between this and that kind of thing, I'd love for your suggestions. I'd I'd love to attack any topic that you uh, hand to me that is, of course, related to relatability uh, here on Surprisingly Relatable. And I can't wait to hear what you think about this, which tool and takeaway you're going to be utilizing and where you'll be placing it in your work life and in your home life. I promise you, you got this. This was a lot of stuff I threw at you today, but even just taking one thing that I mentioned in today's episode and applying it in your life, it can make such a tremendous impact. It took me years to first learn this information and then be able to have it stick and become effective, but it is called a practice for a reason. Practice asking yourself, what do I need? practice asking yourself, what am I feeling in this moment and expressing it and putting words to it? And I, it will come back tenfold. So I thank you so much again for being here, everyone. And until next time, I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of someone else who's passionate about creating authentic relationships with people, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, I'd super appreciate it if you'd take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until next time, show love always, in all ways. And may you discover that we're all surprisingly relatable.